Welcome back, everybody, to The Lighter Side with Spontaneous Combustion, the best Rice podcast by the best improv troupe at Rice. I'm your host this week, Bert Odenay, here with Keisha Fwagle. What's up, gamers? Missed you last week. We're back this week. Mark Flanagan. Hey, yo, just letting everyone know the Williams Fork fire in Colorado is 25% contained. We're glad to hear it. And Ethan Denson. Hi, uh, I'm your next crush. You just don't know it yet. (laughs) Very nice. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the podcast, Rice University is a university in Texas, and it contains an improv troupe known as Spontaneous Combustion, which happens to be the best improv troupe in the entirety of the world. But we have been barred from doing any in-person shows for you lovely people because of the coronavirus. So until... Thank you, Ethan. That's my mood, too. Until the world gets all of this stuff sorted out, you will be getting us digitally every week in podcast format. For the next 30 minutes, we're going to be playing a few games, having a good time, and getting to know each other. And with that, how's everybody doing today? Pretty solid. Uh, I'd say like a good 6.5 out of 10, you know? That's above average. Hell yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Uh, I'm going to go with 75% because um, there's still a fire that's like seven miles away from me. Well, you know, um, it could be closer. So you've got that going for you. Thank you. (laughs) Keisha, what about you? Uh, I'm like halfway a little bit stressed because as of this recording, we have a biochem test on Wednesday. I don't know if anyone else has this like thing, but the test like the test is open book. So it's like, oh, theoretically, yeah, should be easy, right? But the thing mm. is that they make it like so much harder. Like oh, yeah. I feel like when I look at these tests, it's like I look at it, I'm like, wait, this is literally like way harder than everything we've been over in lecture. That's it's a just... big mood. I have a biomaterials test tomorrow. Uh, we're recording on a Sunday, by the way. So by the time you hear it, I will have either passed or failed that. So <laughs> no. wish me luck. So uh, <laughs> let us know in the feedback forum in our Instagram uh, if you think Bert failed his test or if you think he, <laughs> he won, you know? Is this before he or after won? <laughs> If he won his test. <laughs> <laughs> Number one in the class. <laughs> nice. You won, I Bert. won, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, hopefully I do win the test. Hopefully you win your test as well. Everyone wins their tests at Rice. Let's just have everyone be a winner. (laughs) You want to know something you can't win, Keisha? What can't I win? Uh, A part in a play where you don't know any of the lines. Do you have any idea what I might be referring to? I think you might be referring to the first game we're going to play today. I am referring to the first (gasps) game we're going to play today. That's crazy. That is a game called Magical Lying Minute. Someone asked me how it works. Oh my God, Bert, how does that work? Yeah, how I'll does tell it work? you, Ethan and Keshav. So the way Magical Lying Minute works is we're starting off with Keshav, who has a script, a script from a play none of us have ever seen that involves two people only. Keshav is going to be reading off the lines of one person in that play. His counterpart will be Ethan, who will be acting to the best of his ability, but who doesn't have the script in front of him. He's going to be completely ad-libbing everything he does. We are going to see how well he can do that. I'm going to call stop when their scene is over, and then we are going to switch 
And then Ethan will be reading the lines of whoever Keshav didn't read from, and Mark will step in as the person who has no idea what he's doing. If it sounds confusing, that's because it is, but you're going to hear it anyway. Players in the game of Magical Lying Minute, are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm ready. I'd just like to real quick introduce the uh, script that we're using today. It's called Anger Management. <laughs> nice. That's all you get. Cool, cool. I'm sure that this is going to yield some wonderful content. And if it doesn't, then you'll know because you're about to be very disappointed. But you <laughs> won't be because it's going to be great. Players, are you ready? Ready. So ready. And begin. Hey. Hey, what's up, baby? Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Why, why would you ask me that? I mean, this chair? Okay, listen. Listen. Okay, I, I was, it was free. They said, take one chair. Uh, and I took this one. And now you're going to criticize which chair I took? Gotcha, but she's so annoying. Okay, uh, Bessie uh, is not annoying. She's a wonderful chair. Great armrests, uh, solid cushioning. I can't believe you would say that. I mean, you must love her so much. You act like she cu freaking cured cancer. I mean, she essentially did, okay? She's great. How uh, it's a great chair. How could you? What? I hate that one and that one and that one. You have me. Not only are you going to come in here and insult my favorite chair, you're going to hit all of the chairs in the room at the same time. Right. I'm sorry. My name's Ophelia. You know what? I forgive you. That's a nice name. Nice and to meet you. scene. Beautiful, <laughs> guys. Wow. I so, should have used take a seat. That would have been a great pun. Oh, well. <laughs> That's all right. You'll get them next time. Keshav, I... Presume you were playing someone by the name of Ophelia? I was playing Ophelia. Incredible. And the other person's name in this scene is Juliet. And they this was not written by Shakespeare. Very I, I was literally about to make a Shakespeare pun. <laughs> Man. Okay. So it wasn't written by Shakespeare. Uh probably inspired though, judging from it. So. I'm assuming, yeah. I didn't actually read the whole thing. So. Shakespeare was nice. a big chair guy, I think. Huge. I mean, it you was know. proven that he he was born into a chair. Is that is that fact? That, that, that is a, a real fact that I'm definitely not making up. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully no one fact checks you on that, <laughs> but I'm sure it'll <laughs> I'm sure it'll if you're not making it up, then it's true. Ethan, how do you feel about playing Juliet this this next round? Um, I'm I, I can do it. Uh, I. So you were Ophelia, Keshav? Yeah, I was playing Ophelia, so you'll be okay. rooting for Juliet. And I, do I start? I, I stopped like at page two. Okay. And I get to be the stunning Ophelia. Yes. But remember, you're making up all of your lines. No, I'm not. Bert? No, yeah. You know what you're doing. You're totally on point. You've got this. All right. Players in the game? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. Perfect. One and a two and a three. Begin. You're not mad now. What, well, well, yeah, I, I understand the chair. Me too. Uh, anchor management program. <laughs> well, you, you know, uh, I, I, I think that 
I could probably uh, win next time, though. <gasps> well, maybe, but being dead just makes me really angry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to talk about it? It sucks. Y- yeah, I, I, I get that. But like, why? Sometimes I just want to shove her glasses up her nose. You know, Juliet, it's okay to think that sometimes. But... I mean, sometimes I want to shove the bobblehead up her nose. You know the one on her desk? The the Albert Einstein one? I, I thought it was kind of kitschy and nice. But she changes them. Have you noticed? Oh, I, I, I thought it was just the one, but I should probably pay more attention. It would be awesome. Well, I'm sorry. I just have a lot on my plate right now. Up yours. Up yours, too. And scene. (laughs) Up your what? (laughs) We can't say that on this podcast. (laughs) Wow. Nice. Good job, honestly. I got a little bit lost at the beginning, but I think we we rounded it out. Look, it was a weird scene. (laughs) I, I, I barely read it, so... So my B on that one, I was the, I was the uh, script supervisor for this game. Yeah, so... Keshav scoured the internet far and wide for something that would work really oh, yeah. super well. It was in the depths of Google where I typed two-person scene royalty-free. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think... I didn't even consider we had to keep this royalty-free. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can't get sued. Copyright is real. Yeah, It is real. Imagine we lost sued for using a play. That would be so. We lost our two hundred fifty dollar advance from uh, the student association too because we can't do that event this semester, so oh, we no. wouldn't even be able to afford legal fees. <laughs> That's uh, big sad. Big okay. sad indeed. But I, I mean, we could represent ourselves in court, probably. I mean, yeah, I'm almost a lawyer. Law. I yeah. played a lawyer in a scene. Not to mention that the mock trial club reached out to us and asked us if we wanted to act as as any of their witnesses. Honestly, I would be down. I just like don't know. I don't know how much time commitment that is. Yeah. It seems fun. It does seem fun, but yeah. Hit me up, again. mock trial. Now, speaking of having an egregious number of time commitments and uh, yeah, that's about it. I've noticed that all of you guys... are either juniors or seniors right this is true yeah unlike lillian brayden who were on the podcast last week but are both itty bitty sophomores adorable just so tiny which means that you guys are right in the middle of uh med school applications for mark and keshav and job searching for ethan is that correct (laughs) you could tell who the high achievers are That is now, correct. Bro, I'm still an arts major. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, pre-med arts is surviving. Bro. Yeah, You're chilling. It's, it's, a, it's a mood. As a fellow junior, I understand the junior experience of everything you do, having to uh, build that resume, you know, so that you can get the best exit opportunities when you leave undergrad. And to that end, I would like to ask you guys a question related to that. Has your Spoko, and I'm doing air quotes around this, improv training, our elite acting uh, curriculum over here, has that ever helped you out in real life? If so, how? Oh, I mean, I have like three examples right off the bat. Uh, The first reason I got into improv 
uh, was to get better at being a dungeon master for D&D. And then I just accidentally <laughs> discovered I enjoyed improv at the same time. Uh, and then Nerd. also, like... <laughs> okay, you know so what? We're all That's, in his D&D yeah. group, though, Dude, so can we really talk? <laughs> this is also coming from the guy who has no less than 30 Nintendo Amiibo figures on his bed. Oh, so God. this is a... <laughs> Yeah, I was the kid who played with snap circuits when he was a child. I don't know if any of you recall those. Oh my god, no. this is some high achiever shit, guys. I just wanted to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, and then I, it also like helped me meet my girlfriend. So that's like real life experience. You know? Dude, yeah. that's not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you made out great from improv experience, man. Yeah. Literally made out, but uh, before okay. we can react to that, oh, show, okay. <laughs> let's move well, on to Mark. Uh, I mean, so I don't know if anyone has seen, I guess, I think it was season three of Rick and Morty, where uh, there, Rick is walking through the spaceship, and at one point he goes, oops, I shouldn't have gotten rid of those three years of improv experience, and then makes something up about needing to use the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, and I, I'm I'm not condoning <laughs> lying, but oh, no. I will say that having to move back in with your parents because of quarantine and then still wanting to, like, enjoy your youth uh, leads to some <laughs> situations where you have to bend the truth a little. So what you're telling me is deep down we're all improvisers? Yes. But I feel like the, the, the takeaway from this is, is if you want to be a better liar. <laughs> that was also yeah. what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> we only condone a positive lying on this, on this truth. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, useful stuff like, uh, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> Hey, this is Keisha in Post again. Just popping in real quick to let you know that we need your suggestions. On our Instagram bio, there's a link to our Google form where you can ask us questions for good, bad, and really bad advice. Give us topics you want us to cover, or even suggest games you want us to play. This really helps us out and it only takes a minute to do. So please head over to either our Instagram at Spoko or our podcast website, anchor.fm slash Spoko Lighterside. Thanks and back to the show. <laughs> Keisha, what about you? Okay, so mine's a little bit elaborate. It, it, basically, uh, if you guys didn't know, along with improv, I also do some stand-up comedy. Um, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, he teaches a call class if you want to, uh, or yeah. did. Yeah, before, okay, that's a, that's another thing, but I'm, I'm mad at some people about that. But it'll hopefully be here next semester, so Yay. take it Ooh. if you want. Uh, anyway, so uh, I actually included this in one of my stand-up bits, but there it just makes for some really really funny stories because you can just think in the moment right you're just like all mm -hmm. right this is what i'm going with you can make decisions pretty quickly and so i have an experience with this uh if you guys didn't know you're listening to this through uh like some sort of podcast distributor but uh i i do not have white skin uh Yes, Keisha Wagle, if you can believe it, is, <laughs> is, is not, not ethnically white. <laughs> I have brown skin, uh, which is pretty cool. I like it sometimes. I don't have to put on sunblock all the time. Uh, but uh, it, there was one time where I went on this cruise. 
And this cruise was like to northern Canada and not not against anyone from northern Canada or people who go on cruises from northern Canada. But it's like that's our number one contingent. Bro. <laughs> I know <laughs> everyone don't piss off our fan base. <laughs> International audience. <laughs> our one percent viewer from the UK. <laughs> we do have one viewer from the UK. Uh, his name's Scott, right? Scott, shout out if you're <laughs> yeah, listening again. Shout out to Scott in Woo. England. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the people who go on those cruises are like. 90% white, not even like 98% white. Uh, so my family, we decided to go on this cruise because reasons. I don't know. I think it was pretty cheap, but um, we, we went on this cruise and for some reason, everyone on that freaking cruise thought I worked there. Like, no, every single one, like every freaking person, like it was a four day cruise and between my brother and I. Six times people thought we worked there or a four day cruise. Ouch. <laughs> Which like, so just some examples are uh, this one lady came up to me while I was in like the breakfast line or something. And she was like, oh, I didn't know the workers ate here, too. And I was like, ma'am, I don't work oh. here. <laughs> Which, was, uh, no. which was very bad and extremely, extremely extremely disrespectful. And not only that, but she didn't say sorry. I was like, are you kidding me? You're just like Whoa. totally like crapped on people who work there which is awful right but i think the funniest one and where my improv experience i promise it relates uh, this, <laughs> my improv experience came in uh is there was this one time where i had to go to the bathroom after like with a fancy dinner people have been on a cruise like they have like dinner like dining rooms and so like you have to like dress up for dinner so i was wearing like i don't know, like collar shirt and khakis or whatever keep in mind all the workers there were wearing like full-on tuxedos right and they had like a name tag i didn't have any of that you didn't wear your tux and name tag. I, I know I, I usually bring it, but <laughs> did, did forgot it this time. But and I was going to the bathroom, came back after washing my hands uh, and the dryer wasn't working, which is a, a big F, right? Uh, we, we've all been there. But anyway, I, I come back. This one like middle aged white lady comes up to me and goes, you know, I just had the worst meal of my life and it's all because of your staff's fault. And I was like, what? Huh? And mm. she goes, like, I'm about to go with the the classic, like, ma'am, I don't work here, which is, you know, the classic, right? So I do that. And then she's like, I'm not finished yet. And then goes on to freaking yell at me for like two hours, not two hours, like two minutes. It felt like two hours, but, <laughs> but it was like two minutes of like yelling and yelling. And then I was like, you know what? This lady, I want to mess with her. So I said, you know what? I am so sorry about this. And I'm going to make this right. You know, some of my workers, I'm so mad at them. Look at this. My hands are wet because I was doing the dishes that they didn't do. And my brother <laughs> was like wondering where I was. So he came up to me and he's like, you know, oh, where have you been? And I say, this is my this is one of my workers here. I want you to apologize to this woman right here. And he's, she's like, oh, my God, you don't need to do that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I insist. I want the highest standard for you guys. <laughs> oh, no. And then. My brother's like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> just walked into this. Him, who has no improv experience, is just like, sorry, with a question mark. And it just, just goes back. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's where improv, you know, really, really came into, uh, came into play right there. So you got to pull the wool over the eyes of some Canadians? <laughs> and your brother in the process. Yeah. If you're that listening from your Canada... I suppose you probably aren't on a cruise given the state of the world right now. But, you know, if you're a Canadian cruise line, step it up. Step it up, man. Dang. I mean, 
yeah. I had to deal with this lady's complaints because of you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my God. Ooh. I worked Royal at Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Carnival Cruise Lines, we will square up with your attorneys right now. Oh God, no. Don't pick fights. With Look, we've played lawyers before. We've already said we can represent ourselves. Oh God. All right. Before I get our entire club into some trouble, I think we should move on to um, the next little segment of our podcast where we give advice that doesn't involve us getting sued by cruise lines. Mm. What do y'all think about that? I'm, I'm on board. I am also <laughs> on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Oh, okay. If you listened to our first podcast, you, you'll recognize this one. It's called Good, Bad, and Very Bad Advice. And how it works is that the three people who aren't me have assigned themselves the role of good, bad, and really bad advice. And I don't know who's who. And this week, you're playing along, so you don't know who's who either. I, on the other hand, have sourced the most elegant questions from the Rice student body without telling them what those questions are going to be. So I'm going to field questions to them. They're going to answer. I'm going to field the next question to them. They're going to answer. And at the end of everything, I and you listening from home are going to guess who was who, and we're going to see if we were right. Y'all ready to play? Ready. Mm -hmm. So ready. That's everybody. Our first question um, actually fits in nicely with Keshav's dinner story. It goes, Dear Spoko, it's, uh, you know, it's like the fifth week of classes here, and I'm getting sick of the servery food. I want to use my college kitchen, but I'm not sure what to cook. What's a good first meal to try? Uh, I guess I can go first. <clears throat> um, so I am someone who, who cooks a decent amount, and I uh, when I was first learning to cook, I think that Pasta is a really, really good place to start because you can kind of buy a lot of things pre-made and then kind of get into it. So, for example, if you're making like a red sauce or like like an American style, Italian American style meat sauce, you can buy the pre-made sauce. You don't need to make it from scratch. Like I like you can work up to making it from scratch, but generally you can kind of use that jarred sauce. And all you really have to do is you have to just boil the pasta and then brown the meat. And uh, I think especially ground meat is something that's really hard to overcook and it's still OK when it's overcooked. So... Yeah, I think that like pasta is a really, really good place to start just just for, you know, beginner cooks. Awesome. Great advice. Yeah. Uh, don't listen to that. That that's got nothing. Um, wait till you hear this. Uh, so what you want to do is you, you're saying you want to use your your college servery kitchen. That's that's for beginners. That's for novices. You're not a novice. You want to be an expert. Guess you haven't cooked before, but you can still be an expert. Uh, what you want to do. Go on to Amazon. They have Weber kettle grills, 120 bucks. It's a steal. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna park that on your like right outside your dorm door. Uh, light it up. You want to get it to like a 450, 500 degree heat. Uh, let it you know let the coals stew in there for like you know 10, 20 minutes. Uh, then you're just gonna take two ribeyes, toss them on there, sear them four minutes each side. Uh, move them over to indirect heat. Uh, leave them there for like five, six minutes. <laughs> Uh, take them off, and that, that's that's how you cook. That's are, cooking. Are you one of my dad's barbecue friends? Like, are you the guy who comes to summer cookouts? <laughs> I, I refuse to be emasculated. Uh, all I can do is grill. Mm. <laughs> all right. And I think that leaves Mark. Okay. 
All right, uh, Ethan. I'll be honest. That was that was a little bit much. We want we want this to be simple for for the people at home. And what is simpler than staying away from the kitchen entirely? I'm talking about a microwave. Now you can do pretty much anything in a microwave that you can do on a stove. Um, and one of the easiest things, the very simplest things you can do, is boil an egg. Um, so I consider this to be a standard breakfast. Wake up in the morning, put a pot of coffee on, grab a handful of eggs from my fridge. A handful? I'm a big boy. <laughs> uh, so you take like maybe three eggs. That's, that's a handful. Eggs are big. Uh, stick them in a microwave and just let that thing go for like a few minutes. You can just you can just sort of place the eggs right on the tray of the microwave. So wait, really are you boiling to. them without water? Yeah, they they self boil inside of the shell. Yeah. Ah, okay, that makes sense. That's sort of what's amazing about eggs is that they are um, self contained. And uh, for our friends who don't consume animal products, uh, you can also do this with like flax seed it's called a flax egg uh so just get some flax seed put it in like a bowl of water uh <laughs> whisk it up a little bit stick it in the microwave and then you'll basically end up with a scrambled egg equivalent but, but made flax. of flax seed yeah okay this is true and it won't just wow. be like flax seed oatmeal no it's no it's like an egg frankly okay. i'm convinced i should have yeah don't listen Our, to my advice he was right <laughs> I'll bear this all in mind the next time that I get hungry, but we do have people who are eager to get Spoko's answers on some other questions. So we'll move on to our second question before I try to identify each one of you. Dear Spoko, I absolutely loved your first episode so much that my club is thinking of starting their own podcast. How should we go about this? Ethan, you want to go first? Yeah, for sure. I got this. Um, it's pretty easy. Uh, are you going to need are just uh, your Super webcam easy. mics? Uh, you're going to start. You're going to want to record your Zoom. Uh, make sure no one checks any audio. We don't want push to talk on. We want to make sure that we hear everything that everyone says. Um, I've heard that the closer you talk to the mic, the higher quality it becomes. Uh, so yeah, bro, I think that's true. You just want to get right up in there uh, and. And really let every single sound of your voice uh, come through, and make sure you make sure you do something that's like something everyone else has done, because uh, you know it works. Like a comedy podcast. I mean, mm. yeah, but just make sure you're borrowing from like every available source. You don't want to have anything original. Uh, you want to keep it things that are proven to work. You know, that way you can be assured of success. Oh, Ethan, mm. could you say that last thing again? No, I can't. Never say no. That's the number one rule I'm of so improv. Sorry, Ethan. off the troops. Um, oh I can, no, I can I can do it for you. I can do it for you, Mark. Yes, please. Be assured of success. Yeah, that's what I think you should do. Uh, don't actually start a podcast. Start an ASMR YouTube channel. Um, and you don't actually have to have any content if you do that. You can just sort of take stuff like tap on it um you can get any old microphone ethan's really right about this there's no real difference in microphone quality between what the pros use and what we're using right here uh if you have like weird stuff in your room 
uh, maybe get your roommates to join in and just sort of talk from like a higher floor. Um, really, you just want to immerse the listeners in an auditory experience. Um, and that will probably lead to the highest viewership. I don't really know what your club was about in the first place, but it shouldn't matter too much. Yeah, so I like we can definitely do like Keshav, you think like ASMR uh, Basmati beats would be like a good idea? Uh, yeah, but only if you say our name right, Bert. How did how did okay, sorry, Basmati beats? Yeah, Basmati oh. beats. Uh, that's what All I All right. That's a good Accents on the first syllable? Basmati beats. <laughs> oh, Basmati, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Keep I mean, if you're white, mind. you can say Basmati and we won't hate you. But <laughs> if you're like, there was one time where we went to a competition and then they, there was a brown guy on stage and he was like, yeah, Basmati beats. I'm like, dude, you had one job. You had one job. And he didn't do it. But speaking of uh, having a job, uh, that's the thing about podcasts is that uh, they're a lot more work than you think. There's a lot of you know work that goes into audio engineering. So I'd, I'd really recommend looking up some YouTube tutorials. But you don't need like the, the best equipment out there to make like a podcast like you can make it with like a $30 mic. You definitely don't want to like use like your phone or like use your computer mic. You want to get a mic, but there's stuff that you can get out there that's pretty cheap, like a like a really, really nice dynamic mic other than a condenser mic, like just get a dynamic mic for like 30 bucks. Um, and then you can actually use Audacity, which is a free program um, to uh, help record your audio. And then the best thing about podcasting right now is it's so easy to distribute it. So there's a lot of sites out there that will distribute your podcast on the major podcast distributors like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts for free. And you don't actually have to pay anything. The only the hardest thing that goes into it is like honestly editing the podcast uh, just because there's a lot of stuff that can come in the way, like background noise. It can be like all that sort your of stuff. cast you talking deeply into the mic for yeah. a laugh <laughs> yeah dude I, I feel so bad for the guy who's gonna have to edit this podcast oh, that poor guy i know oh, Sam. Oh, so bad for him <laughs> yeah it's definitely not me <laughs> no that'd be crazy of course that'd be so not. weird <laughs> oh no all right so let's see to recap if i want to have food other than servery food Ethan, I should just grill a big old steak over an open flame in front of my door. Keshav, mm -hmm. I should start off small and make pasta and stuff and work up from there. And Mark, I should just throw a handful of eggs in the microwave and eyeball the time. Is that correct? However big your hand is. Just Don't forget about guess. the vegan option, bro. Oh, oh, or boil flax seeds. Yes, that too. Awesome. And then if I'm thinking about starting a podcast, Keshav, I should uh, start off with equipment that I can afford but is good quality and be prepared to put some work in. Mark, um, I want to start an ASMR YouTube channel regardless of my club's affiliation. Yeah. And Ethan, you remind me again. Man, I, I wish I could. I truly <laughs> do. <laughs> You just you just want to like you know talk like way close into your mic. Make yeah, sure you just, that it was kind of leading into Barks. We kind of <laughs> yeah a little bit. I just want to scream into my mic and hope people will decide to listen to me. It's yeah. a joke, guys. As long as you're not doing anything original, just things that have been proven to work. Yeah, in yeah, the past. Right. Rip off everybody room. else and don't add anything to the the world of like podcast content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't what we do, right? Like we put out good no. content, <laughs> right, guys? Yeah, we don't we don't copy huh? anything. Actually, we don't. We straight up don't. Yeah, 
we have not had to resort to that yet, but it is only week two, so catch us in a couple. Um, <laughs> with that, I'm going to have to say Keshav is good advice. You are correct. Ethan, um, pretty pretty bad advice, but I think grilling a steak's a little better of an idea than playing catch the egg with my microwave. So are you just bad advice? You got it. It was close. Yeah, which yeah. leaves Mark as really bad advice. Yeah, I actually think you're not supposed to stick eggs, like raw eggs, in the microwave. Would they explode? I feel like they would explode. Yes, they might explode. That is true. I think if you <laughs> wrap sure them that's in, what in aluminum foil first. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we are not condoning this. This is that yeah, will start a fire. Spontaneous combustion is not responsible for anything. <laughs> That don't was a put joke. Foil oh God! Guys. <laughs> Please don't. We're actually not responsible. We no. This is a comedy <laughs> podcast. Do not take what we say seriously. That includes you, Royal Caribbean. <laughs> now, <laughs> hopefully, this podcast is still around and hasn't been taken down by Royal Caribbean's lawyers by next week. And with that, you can catch us next time on the lighter side with spontaneous combustion. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Spoco, that's at S-P-O-C-O for updates, photos, and other fun stuff. We now have a link to a Google forum on our Instagram where you can submit questions you want answered. Follow us on Twitch at Rice Spoco, Rice like the grain, Spoco like I just spelled it, for future projects, including potentially live shows. For any business inquiries, email us at SpocoRice at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure having everybody on board and see you next week on The Lighter Side.